Hello, coffee lovers and avid readers. Welcome to Olive's Radio at Olive's Cafe, where we get to enjoy music while talk about all things arts and humanities. Now, before we get started, I would like for all of you to check out uh, other content on Olive's Cafe at olivescafeblog.com, where I share short stories, opinions, analyses on quotes, and episodes of arts and humanities. Uh, follow Olive's Cafe One on Twitter and Pros and Sip on Facebook and Instagram for updates. Looking forward to our table talks. Now let's get started. So for this episode, I would like to talk about the complexity of film. Um, so for this month, this is the film is basically the the theme of the month for March, and um, there's no reason really. I, either I talked about it in the previous season. Or I um, just just decided to choose film for the month, I guess. It's just what I feel like doing. Um, but what I really enjoy about film is that it, they tell stories um, using different methods, do, using different tools. So they use a camera. They have actors and actresses, sets, filters, scripts, and lighting. Basically the basic stuff. Right, so, <clears throat> um, just um, when I was studying um, from Studio Binder, which is basically like um, it's it's a channel on YouTube where they only touch on film, um, and this is me just like wanting to learn other stuff, other other than like just literature. I wanted to learn about dramatic writing. And I wanted to learn deeper things on basic art stuff, if that makes sense. But I wanted to learn from film because I think that film would be just another alternative to learn about all, all things, right? Um, so I would study, I would basically study um, like different areas of film that I can use for my writing. Um, even though it's usually the other way around, but you know, whatever. Like I just, I just use film. I just use studying film to be like another alternative and another way to study um, to improve my writing a bit more. Um, so, you know, just learning from the basics. There's film is very, very complex. Um, you may think that oh, you just need camera actors and actresses and a script which is true which is true you know which is true the, you need the basic stuff and nowadays you can use your very your, your phone the very instrument that you that you just need to film anything and that's basically a good way to start which is true but when it comes to um what's being created right now and what's being presented in the cinema is you know, it gets a little bit more complicated than 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 it is, and not complicated but complex. So you know, you have your camera, which is you know doing camera work, which is direction, uh, movement. Um, I learned about the dolly movement. I learned about zooming, and as funny as it sounds, zooming can be a little bit simple, but when you use zoom, it's it gets a little bit complicated when you add it into a story. So you're not just zooming to be cool or zooming to add suspense. You're using zoom to 
basically incorporate telling a story. So, like, for example, like, why is it so suspenseful when you zoom out or zoom in? Or you're zooming out on the, on the background but zooming in on the character or the centerpiece. So, you know, like, camera direction and camera movement, they all incorporate in telling a story and it's and it gets it becomes intriguing because that's something that can't be told through dialogue or through monologue or through expression like camera movement is another way of expressing a story um and you have different equipment that that goes along with the camera um I forgot what those equipment are and that I'm still studying a little bit. Um, this is basically just me learning about the basics, but me trying to understand what the concept of filming is. There are filmmakers out there that know a whole lot more than I do. And if you go on social media, you'll find them everywhere. Um, I just learned the basics and I'm still continuing to learn the con the complex of the complexity of film and I just do find film very intriguing um and you know you also use filters like you use different types of filters um in order to incorporate more of the story as well so you use blue to it, it, the way that you use hues which is color um, the way that you use the filters, the hues of the filters, is that sometimes you can't just use one lighting. When you use one light, it's uh, one, one filter. My bad. Excuse me. When you use one filter, it, it just looks boring. Like, what are you, what are you telling here when it, whenever you use the, like, different filters? So when you de when you use different filters, you're using the gradients of the filters in order to share, like, what what is basically whatever you're saying when you use these when you use these filters. Now there's still more to explore when it comes to these filters, um, and I'm so ready to learn a lot more. Even though I'm not, you know, a film buff, or that I'm you know getting into filming or anything like that but I did want to get into screenwriting um only because I was so interested in writing dialogue and writing and and I'm so like into the characters that's why that's why I wanted to get into novel writing because I was interested more in telling stories through written through writing as opposed to film even though I should have stuck to screen screenwriting <laughs> funny <laughs> um and oh to talk about filters right you also have lighting so you use like saturation gradients and brightness all those things that are incorporated in lighting they, they also tell a story will it be if you do it too bright will it what would happen if you use bright lighting or or darkened lighting it's it's all it, they they just incorporate into the sets like you know have you like when you ever whenever you see suspense films or thriller films their lighting is very subdued because they don't want to distract the audience into what the story is about 
um, when you, you when you do comedy, the lighting is brighter because you want to liven up the film with you know being happy and being funny and whatnot. I mean, take a look at take a, when you watch different films, you'll see, um, and the way like if you go on Studio Binder, um, you'll see that. That they really study this stuff, all the way from the very grain to the very built, very, to the very top building. Like they explore a lot when it comes to film, and they make it so simple, so simple in a way that we are all able to understand the complex of film. Um, they talk about lighting, they talk about filters, they talk about camera movement, camera direction. Um, they talk about the equipment, they talk about the tools to make film, um, they even talk about, like, certain scripts, and, um, but it's usually tools to create the scripts, they don't go into depth of, you know, what this means in the script, or what that, like, this direction in the script, it's more of, like, just filming, just filmmaking altogether, um, and what I also enjoy about filming is, it film is, you know, the sets. Oh, when I tell you that the sets also incorporate in storytelling, they, it tells a lot. You can't just use a blank, you can't just use a blank background in all movies. You know, there's supposed to be some sets. Um, like in The Matrix, they only use a blank set, like, with just maybe the two actors and the furniture, but not throughout the entire movie. It's just in one scene of the movie. Um, and you know that with the sets, it's not just like, you know, it's not just about location. The props incorporate into the sets, the the background, you know, what's behind the actors and actresses, what's behind the props. So where are we? For example, there is two people arguing. But where are they? Are they in the living room or in the kitchen? Why are they in the kitchen? What are they doing in the kitchen? And, you know, that comes with, you know, what the actors and actresses come in. So they so in the kitchen, where do you what what usually happens in the kitchen? You're cooking, uh, you're washing dishes, uh, like simple things. But sometimes, you know, you know, what is what are all what are what all what else are you doing in the kitchen? So yeah, you're cooking, but are you cooking by yourself? Or are you cook or are you cooking while talking to somebody else? What do the conversations sound like? What do the conversations look like? And you know, sets are always so important, and and it all comes from observation to like. Oh, this is what we were talking about in the kitchen, or this is what we were talking about in the living room. So they incorporate that in the films, and if you see like um, like one film called "I Love You, Man," very hilarious film, very hilarious, and the good majority of the time conversations happen in different sets. They happen in a hangout spot. They happen in restaurants. They happen in in kitchens and the office and the living rooms like all these conversations take place and we take a look at that in film 
we observe what these characters are doing in these films. Um, and between the actors and the scripts, um, you always have, you know, the, like you have the dialogue, like in the, in the script, you have the direction and you have the dialogues and the narration, right? And then here they are, here are the actors and actresses where they hold on to these scripts and they're basically the models of these characters that are in these scripts. Um, they express themselves through body language and facial expressions. So you can tell what are these characters, how do these characters feel? What are these characters are saying? Um, like where are, like how did, how does the environment affect the, the characters? So all this in film incorporate together to tell a story. And that is basically one of my favorite things about film, where you have a lot of things going on and you telling and you're telling a story between an hour to about three hours long. And a, even though like these films would take up to what six months to three years, maybe longer to take, um, and sometimes even shorter for short films, right? It takes up so much time to create this mass, create these masterpieces, but you're only seeing them for about an hour and a half to two hours, so three hours. And you're wondering to yourself, a lot can happen with this amount of time. And you're thinking to yours, and I'm thinking to myself at least, wow, this is really great storytelling. There are some movies that are not so great with storytelling. Sometimes it's boring, you know. But then there are times where you're like, oh my god. Whoa, what is that? Um, I'll give you an example of, you know, of my favorite things that happen in film. The investment. How I'm, how I'm invested in these films. So there is a movie called Escape from Tomorrowland where um, the um, story is about a family into Disney into Disneyland, and it's just a lot of things happening. You know, the kids are getting grumpy, the parents are arguing, um, and the parents are getting into the rides and like what's basically going on. Now this is just the basics, right? But it's set in black and white as opposed to color. Why? So in college, I mentioned that I mentioned that instead of using color to tell a story of of a family in Disneyland, they use black the direct the the you know the cast and crew most likely the people behind behind the film they use black and white it is literally this is my theory it is to tell us the story of what's really going on with this family not just all happy and giddy and comic and comical it's it's basically like the black and white filter used into this film is how do i say this it's to mm, it's to tell the truth basically so it's to tell the truth of like what is really happening with this family um the parents are arguing because the 
husband is not invested too much invested into the family and what's going on and the kids are being fussy and the wife is being fussy the husband is like nowhere anywhere near this planet at all and he strays off to go somewhere else and he gets on these rides which turn out to be a whole lot scarier than you think See, if it were to use color, which is supposed to bring life to the film, um, the films, the, the, the rides are not as joyful as they ought to be. So, and what I learned from this film is that this tells an experience from a child. And it's an adult telling their story as of when they were a child. And this is what he experienced while he was in Disneyland. So instead of using color, he used black and white to tell his truth. To say, this is what I experienced. And I didn't really have a good experience when I was in Disneyland. Which I hoped to have a great experience, but I didn't. Um, other than that, you can still use color to be dramatic. Um, it just depends on, you know the the saturation and the brightness of those colors um and then this is sometimes not even provided in other media like for example books and you know with paintings yes it's a visual thing but it's not in motion you have to create those motions inside your head same thing with books you have to create those imaginations inside your head as you're reading along in those pages so Sometimes film can provide all of that. So it's basically moving paintings with, you know, literature, with dialogue, with narration, with direction, um, with colors and hues. And that's what I really enjoy about film. It's one of my favorite things. When I'm seeing a moving painting and the characters just being acted out just to show me this is what's going on in you know, the characters' lives. Um, and it shows us, and sometimes films show us what we want and what we need to see. Um, what we want to see is something that's action-packed. So they have, so we have Marvel movies. We have DC movies. We have the Fast and Furious movies. We want, we need to see what couples are really going through. So we see, like, films that are set in black and white and this is the truth of what a couple is like behind the scenes as opposed to just all being smiles and giddy and being happy and say oh we're just happy together when really y'all argue left and right because there's some unsolved issues that need to be solved right so if you check out like different different platforms you'll see um like you'll you'll come across a lot of films and you'll come across a lot of TV shows even that will bring out bring out things that we don't even see in everyday lives so we become aware of what's happening behind the scenes and film provides that you know um and lastly the things that that I enjoy about film is that it brings excitement up behind the creations. So 
of course, you know, before the film is put together, there's the idea board, then there's the script writing, and then there's, you know, find casting, there's the, you know, set designs and the location, all that stuff. I, I truly think that's exciting. To, to be honest with you, it's all super exciting. And once it's put together, it, it, they create these majestic creations. And we see it right in front of our eyes. And we watch it for over an hour and a half to literally almost two hours, three hours. And it's like I said, like all, all kinds of things are happening all at once. And you're sitting there just watching it. And you're like, whoa, I can't believe all this is happening in this short amount of time. Now you say it's, oh no, that's long. Trust me when I tell you this. You can literally be just behind the scenes, following the characters for whatever time length. It could be five minutes or it could be five months. And you're like, wait a minute. So this is all happening in three hours? An hour and a half, two hours? Whoa. That's, that's a lot to pack in. Because usually, you know, arguments last, what, ten minutes? And you're seeing it within ten, within one minute right and the measurements between time it's still a concept that i'm still trying to grasp and it's and the timing i wanted to talk about that too timing the timing between like what's going on in the films versus what you're watching it's it's like a science like you think that an argument is happening in 10 minutes when it's lasting a minute or you have you see an argument that's last that would you think that you would think would last 20 30 minutes and it's lasting about 5 it's like whoa where is that where does all that time fit in goodness gracious so you know there's not like and if there are um things that last 10 minutes it i think it's it happens purposefully because the filmmaker wants for us to watch this entire scene for 10 full minutes so guess what it's like all this is happening in 10 minutes we're seeing it in 10 minutes some filmmakers make it make that happen some some filmmakers don't because they either want to be plot driven or they want to be character driven it depends on it depends on what's driving them into creating these films so, um, yeah, that's basically like what I what I enjoy about film. It's the complexity behind the film, and whether we're watching it on Netflix, Hulu, HBO, or in cinema, we can all enjoy film as we explore the world right in front of our eyes. Ain't that cool? So I would love to explore a little bit more about film, but there's a lot more studying to be done. So thank you so much for um, having this talk with me. Thank you so much for tuning in to Olive's Radio at Olive's Cafe. May you enjoy films and coffee artistically.